Hey everyone, welcome. This is the 10K Yoga Manifestation Beyond Call. I'm OAT. And I'm Yako. And here we go, guys. Uh, we have Tammy coming up, and she's going to be explaining something amazing. But uh, before we touch topic on that with Tammy, there's something very serious that we all need to understand. Um, everybody in the world is at a certain place. And when you look at people, everybody's different. So to understand that, what might work for someone else might harm someone else. And we, there's three things that you have to understand. There's, there's dimensions, and there's space, there's time, there's cycles of time, and then there's the spiritual dimension. And we need to understand our wind and our water, and we have to apply the correct formula. Uh, knowing your name is very important, but understanding the concept of your name and who you are and where you are and the rights to your own name. So energy changes every single day. So if you don't know the yin and the yang, the light and the dark, you mess up your own three dimensions. So... Uh, right now, as we look at stuff and you look at space, well, the mountains, the rivers, the landscapes, you know, and understanding the green dragon, the white tiger, the hills, the mountains. Some of you are like, I don't understand what that is. Well, you don't have to understand it, but when it comes to people, you have to know what someone is affected in. It doesn't matter a religion. It doesn't matter if this person tells you that they're doing this and they've been in Bible studies for years and stuff and blah, 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 blah. That does not matter. What it is is what makes someone strong and weak and how they are affected. And it's through space, time, and spiritual dimensions. If you don't understand that, see, without light, you wouldn't understand dark. And there's some people that bring in the darkness and, and confuse themselves with the light and actually haunt their own self. So this is a very serious understanding. And if you're a couple or you're married, you need to understand this, otherwise you will constantly be fighting because both of you have things that you need to work out. And most of the time, it's in your space or your environment. See, guys? Space or environment. And time, like you said, has a lot to do with it. If you're replaying a memory in your mind, an aspect that 
can always be going with thoughts. You have to understand that that memory is not real. The past is an illusion, as the future is also an illusion. And that's where people really take a look at their foundations to see, is what I built now able to sustain a future? And then how do you let that let go and trust? You have to understand that you are one with all. That means you are one with all the universe. You are one with all space. You are totally beyond time. It goes beyond spirituality. It is an understanding of your true essence as a human being. So you are living in a house, in a space, on this earth. It is in space. As you know, the stars, the planets, the galaxies, and there's many things huge and bigger than us that we are connected to, but also impact us. So there's environment. And you also wear clothes. Not to knock anyone's beliefs with any other type of lifestyle, but you are contained. And you are also living in your body. So beyond that, beyond your name, beyond your religion, beyond your political views, what's left? Pure essence and pure energy, which means you do have the ability to adjust and change, as everything is always changing. So Tammy is going to go into more aspects on the situations that do happen in life and how you can overcome and understand and learn from these situations, and most importantly, not to judge yourself. Another aspect is not to judge others because you don't know what someone else is going through. And the gratitude you can have for your life beyond comparison to someone else that might not be sharing everything. This is where the intuitive aspect comes into play, where the feeling, the spirit, the essence is totally felt. And then the speech that you embark on, and that's your way of expression and conversation, how you change the vibration of yourself. So there has to be a peace with inside the mind. So one of the biggest things is to reduce aggravation of life. Reduce aggravation of life. Do not nitpick with your mate or someone else. Don't argue over nonsense. You can't argue over nonsense. And we hear this all the time where couples and friends and family members would fight over the smallest little things and many would say it's the small things that we fight about, that they fight about, that causes conflict. So where's the unity in all of that understanding? So as you look at that, one of the biggest things that couples uh, fight over are money. I want this. This one says you can't have it, but this one goes and buys this and this and this and this and that. Nonsense. Guys, don't fight over money. Don't act like I'm working more than you, this one's doing that. That's aggravation in life. Really go into yourself and see who you are and who is that person that is nitpicking. 
Why? Doesn't mean you're a bad person. It just means to stop the nonsense. Find something else. Aggravation in life. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. So we're going to go and we're going to have Tammy uh, join us right now. All right, Tammy. Hey, you're on. Can you hear I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes. yes. Okay. All right. So first, a disclaimer, guys. I am not a doctor, okay? I have spent a lot of time with doctors, but I am not a doctor. Uh, we're going to do a deep dive tonight on um, trauma, basically, and the differences in immediate trauma and when it's simply residual. So first let's talk about um, what is an earthquake? What is an earthquake? Why is she talking about earthquakes? An earthquake is defined as a sudden shaking of the ground caused by the passage of seismic waves through the Earth's rock. Seismic waves are produced when some form of energy stored in the Earth's crust is suddenly released. Usually, when masses of rock are straining against one another and they suddenly fracture and split. What's the difference between an earthquake and an aftershock? In an aftershock, it is an after effect of a distressing or traumatic event. I'm going to say that again. It's an after effect of a distressing or traumatic event. It's a minor shock following the main shock of an earthquake. I want you to think of an earthquake, that terminology, in regards to trauma. Now, trauma can be defined a million different ways. Um, but basically, it is any big event in your life that leaves you seriously shaken. It can shatter. It can. I'm sorry. It can shatter your sense of security, leave you feeling helpless and vulnerable, especially if that traumatic event was man-made. What's the difference between man-made and not man-made? Uh, not man-made is a actual physical earthquake from nature, tsunamis, um, COVID. Those kind of things are not man-made, okay? Those are the world. It's resetting itself, doing its thing. Man-made trauma is really what most of us face. And it, it can be huge traumas. 
It can be what somebody else might not think is a huge trauma. It can be the loss of a loved one. It can be a car accident. There are a lot of different classifications that, and things that, that can be traumatic. And remember that every single human being is different. And what is traumatic for one may not be traumatic for another. And that's okay. That makes us all unique individuals. But it doesn't change the fact that the feelings and the emotions are there. So in order to make sure that, that everybody is really clear on what an earthquake feels like, what a, a traumatic, it, I want to use trauma and earthquake kind of intermittently, but, you know, in exchange for each other. But major trauma, okay, it often fades as life gradually starts to go back to normal. But symptoms can include shock and disbelief, fear, sadness or grief, helplessness, guilt, anger, shame. Physical symptoms can include feeling dizzy or faint, trembling, shaking, rapid breathing, racing thoughts, changes in sleep patterns, unexplained aches and pains, and changes in appetite. Okay? There are immediate effects of these earthquakes in your life. And, and some are emotional, some are physical. But when these earthquakes occur in your life, you need to remember some things. One, really number one, there is no right or wrong way to feel. You are allowed to feel. The way you feel about a situation, the way your partner, your family, your friends may feel about the same situation can be completely different, but that doesn't make anybody's feelings less valid. It is a big deal at the moment, and it's something that we all have to process in our own way. Two, do not ignore your feelings. Pushing them down is not a good thing for you. Feeling them is what you need to do. They will pass if you simply allow yourself to feel what you feel. I'm going to say that again. It will pass if you simply allow yourself to feel what you feel. Number three, avoid obsessively reliving the event. 
keep your mind busy with something else. When you're directing that trauma thought and energy and again and again and again and again, it will not help you heal. It pushes it deeper and deeper into yourself and makes it harder to overcome. That sounds easy, but it's not especially in big, major earthquakes in your life. If it's something that's going on in the world, turn off the damn television. Turn off the news. Stop picking up the paper every time you pass it and reading about it again and again. All that is doing is taking the energy from that event and manifesting it bigger and bigger and harder and deeper into yourself. That is not going to help you heal. Instead of doing that, go take a walk. Play with your kids. Go pet the dog. Those things Keeping your mind, go, go do a puzzle. Go play a game on your computer for a little while. Keeping your mind busy and thinking about other things will help. Number four, reestablish routine as much as possible. Sometimes reestablishing routine is it's not a, I can get up tomorrow and, and pretend nothing happened because then you are ignoring the feeling. But as the days go by, things like get out of bed, take a shower. If that's all you can do that first day, you've done something. Take that first step. The next day, get up, take a shower, eat breakfast at a certain time. Continue to add little by little to get yourself back to yourself. A big one, number five, put your major life decisions on hold right then. Now, this is all about right in the trauma event, during and, and immediately after. That is not the time to decide deciding to take a new job, to move across the country, to, you know, buy a house. These are not the decisions you need to be making right now because you are not in a space that is healthy for you to do that. Reach out to others is number six. Reach out to others. You don't have to talk about the problem. But what you do need is to feel connected and involved with those you trust. Those you trust. Those you know have your best interest at heart. Number seven, it's 
sounds silly, but it's really important that during these times you eat well, you sleep well, and you move well. Don't, it's not a junk food binge time. It's not a stay up all night time. It is not a sit in the corner time. It is time to make sure that what you're eating is giving your body healing and energy in a positive way that as, as much as possible you are getting the regular sleep that you need. And if you need a little more sleep, then do it because that is helping you heal both mentally, physically, and emotionally. And go take a walk. Go sweep the kitchen floor. Whatever you can do, get up sometime during that day and move. Now, after any significant event like this, there are going to be days when your mind, body, emotions seem to have a mind of their own. And this is long after the immediate trauma is over. It's like the aftershocks of an earthquake. You are not in any danger, but your body is having all these reactions like you are. So what do you do? The first thing you need to do is remind yourself this is simply an aftershock. Put that word in your vocabulary. It's just an aftershock. You are not in any immediate danger. Stop and focus on simply breathing. It doesn't have to be any... It doesn't have to be like meditation breathing. When you are in an aftershock, just stop and breathe. Just focus on making sure that you are breathing. Think about each breath that you're taking. Um, when bodies go into panic mode, they're, they're shallow breaths, they're fast breaths, but guess what, guys? They're breath. Breathe. See if you can slow that breathing down a bit. Focus on that there is oxygen going into your body and carbon dioxide coming out of your body. Feel that. Now, this is something that I have found that is really, really helpful. If there is a living being around you, touch them. This can be holding somebody's hand. It can be curling up with a pet or even like finding a nearby tree and putting your hands on it. If you can connect to the physical energy of someone or something other than yourself, you're not harming that person, okay? That person is simply a grounding energy to just feel connected to the world, to feel connected to the earth. 
instead, when we get in these these aftershocks, you're you're all in your headspace. You're living upstairs in the attic here. And and what you need to do is, is somehow focus back on your whole body, on the whole house. Don't just stay in the attic. Don't hide in the basement. Focus on the whole body. And by touching a living being, it helps your entire system, especially, gosh, if you have a pet, sit down and, and, and pet that amazing angel in your life and just know that there is something alive on your hands. Touch a tree, you would be amazed at the healing energy that can come from a tree in your yard, from a tree on the street. Just feeling that connectedness to an energy in nature will help pull you out of your head and back into yourself. The next thing is just allow your body to do what it needs to do. You don't need to think. Don't feed into it. If your body wants to cry, cry. That doesn't mean that you have to go in your head back to a place of sadness. Believe it or not, you can cry and not really be emotionally invested in it. It takes a long time to get to that point. But in an aftershock, that is possible. If your body wants to shake, let it shake. Your body is clearing itself of something, and you do not have to understand what it is. Just know that you are okay. Remember, you are safe. You are loved. Just breathe, and it will pass. We are all made of layers and layers and layers of light. Most of the time, we work really hard on healing what we're aware of. Oh, I know that this happened, and I have to work on this, and I have to heal that part of me, or or I do this, and I don't want to do that, so I have have to work on that. But what we don't think about is how much stuff is still sitting there deeper and deeper and deeper down. And that's why it is so important to make a daily practice of just cleaning the junk in your body, mind, and spirit. It's a constant battle, gang. You got to get those hard-to-reach spaces, and honestly, it's a lifetime of work. There's a simple way to start. I love myself, I love myself, I love myself. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I am so sorry. Forgive me, forgive me, forgive me. And you can add to that, I forgive myself, I forgive others, I just forgive and thank you 
Thank you, thank you. Those are really the simplest ways to get through these things. Um, I want to be responsible, and I need to uh, put in here when you need to get help, okay? There are things in life that, that we can help you with. There are things in life that you can help yourself with. But there are times when you really need to get professional medical help, okay? If it's been six weeks since the trauma and you are not feeling any better at all, get help. If you are having trouble functioning at home and at work, get help. If you're experiencing terrifying memories, nightmares, or flashbacks, get help. If you're having an increasingly difficult time connecting to and relating to others, get help. If you are Spending, if you're experiencing suicidal thoughts or feelings, get help immediately, okay? We love you. We want you here. We want you here. We want you. We love you. We need you on this planet. Get help. If you are avoiding more and more things that remind you of this traumatic event, then it's it's time to seek professional help. Um, all of those are recommended by doctors as when to get help. So life happens, guys. Things happen in our lives that, that can absolutely shake you to your core. And unfortunately, in this world, it happens. But there are ways to cope. There are ways to heal. And as you start to heal, you're going to find probably most of us have these aftershocks. But remember, aftershocks are not earthquake. Aftershocks are much easier to cope with. They are much easier to clear. You just need to remember that you are not in that event anymore and don't let that event Continue to control you. Let your body do what it needs to do. But put your mind somewhere else. Breathe. Feel the feeling as it comes and let it go. Don't think about it when it's over. When it's over, the aftershock is over. Okay, body, thank you for clearing whatever you needed to clear. I love you for doing that for me. I'm sorry we had to go through that. But thank you and I love you. And remember, guys, 
throughout whatever is coming your way, we got you. We got you. I got you. I know the people on this line have got you. We're here. If you need us, please reach out. There are things that we can do to walk you through steps to healing. But if you have any of those things on that warning list, if it's getting worse and worse and you're still in that earthquake, get help. Get help somewhere. Please. I want you to, to be here. I need you to be here. I need to know that you're on this planet loving me like I love you. So, earthquakes and aftershocks, man. Part of life. Yes. Yes, that's true. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you, Tammy. Amazing. Guys, let's take a moment to reminisce, but not get emotional. And, you know, some people call it feng shui. Some people call it yin and yang. Um, we're going to run some water, a stream, for us to listen to. And everything that you have inside, just smile. We're going to take a moment of silence and listen to the stream. And let everything go. Let it wash away. Let it wash away. Here we go, guys. Here we go. Thank you for being here.
Okay, coming back to yourself. Something as simple as this can really go a long way. We're here for everyone. And we want everybody to know that you have to make an effort. And the masters that get on this phone take their time out every week. And it's something amazing. Guys, we're also in India, in China, Malaysia, all different shows that we're on. And it's not about I am this or that. It's about the service that you give to another one that maybe they have a hope and they have faith inside of them, not just the religion, to really become strong and face their fears. Yes, there's obstacles in the world, but at the end of the day, It's not the end of the day. There's always another day. And if you wake up, you're living. So in order to get rid of negativity, live. Live your life to the fullest. And it's whether you decide to move on in fear or pain or acceptance. Because life is going to happen and things are going to happen and it's not necessarily about what happens and who what happened to you worse or him worse or me better or them better, but it's about how you react to it. And then from that, what are you learning? And then what are you teaching? And to be a teacher, to be a student is just allowing your full self to be immersed in your own life. Because sometimes when you go through something, you get the opportunity to help someone else that might be going through the same thing that might not be as experienced, that needs support or advice or even just an ear to hear what they're going through. And if there's anything that you wanted to do in life, some people say, I wanted to go to college and I never got a chance. I didn't have the money. Well, guys, Harvard, Oxford, they have free courses online that you can take. Go and take them. Go and take them. Sign up for them. Get a little study. doesn't matter what it is. Education is such a funny word. But it might change you uh, in different aspects of life. No one's saying you need it, but if that's something you wanted to do now, you can do it for free. Guys, we love you. Take care. Many blessings. You can make it through anything in life if you believe in yourself. And you should because it's amazing who you truly are, and feel that. Remember, space 
time and spiritual. Many blessings. Much love.